Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. What is up? I'm Pete. And you all were very receptive and very nice about our Comic Book Club 2024 movie preview. So we're doing it again, yeah. but with a small screen this time. We're gonna do and they're it like tiny movies. Yeah, they're, they're like tiny movies. They're like little movies. movies. Yeah, they're like uh, eight to ten part movies. Is really the way. It doesn't make me angry at all to think about them that way. That's really smart. I've never heard anyone describe television that way. That's really good. <laughs> In any case, we're going to be talking about all the comic book, movie, TV shows that are coming out this year. Very similar to the movies, though. There's a lot that's TBA slash TBD. We don't know a lot about this year. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about things in date order down to more and more mysterious as we get months, then seasons, then years, then who knows if this is coming out this year. Uh, We do know that Echo, of course, already came out this year that actually kicked off the comic. It doesn't count because it already came out. In 2024, hold on, I mentioned that. Like, that's literally what I just said on January 9th. So go back and listen to our Marvel Vision podcast. We talked about it all over there, but... The next big comic book show that is coming up, and and by the way, similar to the movie preview, we'll talk about individually what we're all most hyped for. This is the one that I'm the most hyped for. Coming up February 25th is The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. This is a six-part series coming to AMC at AMC+. And it's going to be the long-awaited reunion of Rick and Michonne after years and years. Rick left on a helicopter, mysterious circumstances, was supposed to go into his own movie trilogy then his own movie, and now it's more of a six-part movie that's going to be on TV to tie back to our <laughs> earlier discussion. Ooh, a TV movie. Yeah, which yeah, does, from... sounds like sounds like I'm not hyped on it, but Andrew Lincoln cares very passionately about this character. Denai Guerrero cares very passionately about her character. They have promised this is an epic romance set in the zombie apocalypse. And honestly, with these... They're not even miniseries because they're continuing, but these short run series that are spinning off the Dead City one, the Daryl Dixon one, they're taking some really fun chances with this franchise. And I am surprised at how hyped I am to see Rick and Michonne finally get back together. It's going to be great. I I gotta say, I agree with you because the Daryl Dixon show, I was like, oh, this is weird. Uh, I checked it out. I loved it. I thought it was great. I watched every minute of it. It was strange. And Daryl is the one, the character you're like, 
he just is. There's not, there's not a real <laughs> arc for him. He just is that and always has been. Yeah. But I still liked it. And the fact that this has a real like arc, romantic arc, Pete, hello. Come on. Some, and I'm sure some zombie best friends are going to kiss too. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, plus, you got a bunch of other great actors on here. Terry O'Quinn is going to be it. Always fun to have him in his show. And Pollyanna McIntosh, who plays Jadis, the single weirdest character in the whole Walking Dead franchise, is in there. Plus, for the longtime fans, there's a bunch of mythology stuff that they've been spitting out for years at this point. They're going to finally pay off, presumably, in this show. So, should be cool. Uh, Not what since we... Warm what? Bodies if we had a uh, zombie rom-com. So, uh, yeah. Wow. I'm looking forward to it. Same sort of thing. Double feature, man. You want to do it? Yeah. Start, you and me. That's what I call a deep cut, Pete. You throw it on Warm Bodies. Yeah, I got it right here, bro. Ready to go. Why do you, you love that movie? I know rom-coms, dude. I got a mental Rolodex of rom-coms. Okay, um, name a rom-com. Uh, notebook. Oh, That's boy, he got you. Checks he got out. You. Checks out. Checks Let's out. move on to one of the other most romantic shows of the year, Invincible. The next four episodes of Invincible, the second part of season two, is finally coming out starting March 14th. We're going to get one episode a week. This is a continuation of season two from last year now, 2023. Um and yeah, more stuff is going to happen to Mark Grayson. We do, by the way, a whole Invincible podcast called Podvincible. So we'll certainly be watching it. But how are you feeling mm. on the hype levels for this since it was a while and then we're taking a pause and then it's a while until this is coming back? I like this the way they've released this. I thought the first four we watched last year were really good. And this show just does a good job of bringing heavy emotion extremely violent <laughs> fights and uh, all the fun of the comic book uh, to the animated world. So like pretty hyped about this. Yeah. Uh, Steve does a great job in this role. And uh, I, uh, I feel like this is. Oh, not Steven. Steve. Steve? Little yeah. Steve. What's happened with you? Ah, come on, man. Me and him go way back. I call him Steve. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Stevester uh, delivers on this. It's an unbelievable cast of characters, for sure. Uh, it's 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 a murderer's row of actors. So yeah, I'm looking forward to more. Um, you know, it stinks. We only got a, ha a half of a season, but I'll take it. Better than nothing. So however now they get a second, crank it out and get it to us, the better. So uh, yeah, cannot wait. I agree with you guys. The first half of the season was great. It is a weird release schedule that I worry is driving off more casual fans, but I also don't care because I love this show and I have a good time watching it. Let's move on from our two Robert Kirkman shows that kicked off this particular episode and move wow. into another comic book superstar, Neil Gaiman. We are getting Dead Boy Detectives is coming out on April on Netflix. Ooh. This said a interesting journey so far. Originally, it was a Greg Berlanti show that maybe they were going to do on CW or something like that, but then it was going to Max. They did it on Max, shot pretty much the whole thing, and then Max, as it is wont to do nowadays, decided, no, we don't want that. And then Netflix picked it up, and now that Netflix has picked it up and it's on the same streamer as Sandman, it is officially part of the Sandman universe of shows, including Sandman and this. So that's the whole universe. It's just <laughs> currently wow. two planets. So far. What are you? So far. But I'm very intrigued by this. I think I would have been more hesitant about the Max ditched it if Max wasn't ditching literally everything at this point. 
And ultimately, I think the fact that it ended up on Netflix with Sad Man, that's good for both shows. Okay. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Well, and I would say Max ditching it. Max ditching it is not a bad thing. They they just ditch stuff, to, to your point. And it, the fact that Netflix bought it, I think, is the real, like, positive sign. Like, they didn't have to do that. Sandman exists on its own. This is nice to have an extra piece of programming to throw to, but it's not necessary. So I think it's a good sign. You had me at Neil. So, yeah, I'm excited, and uh, I'll be... What, were you uh, at the Oscars after party over here? <laughs> or even rubbing elbows? Why are you on a first-day basis with every celeb we've mentioned? So I was just trying to make another rom-com ref. But, yeah, I just think it's... Um, uh, you know, Neil Gaiman does amazing work. Is a fantastic writer, so it'll be interesting to see what we get to watch. Did you know that the human Gaiman weighs eight pounds, Pete? Yeah, you're talking about the human head? Sure, yeah. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to connect with you in some way. You just, I, so I feel like soul. some sort of warm body around here. The other thing that's weird wow. or interesting, I think, about the show is it started as a spinoff of Doom Patrol, and then they recast most of the actors, and now it's not related to Doom Patrol at all. So, But I will say, that episode of Doom Patrol was good. That so good. featured those yeah. characters. So, like, and that was a classic, like, in the run of a show uh, spinoff uh, yeah, yeah. episode. So, By like, the way, for anybody who doesn't know this, this is exactly what the title says. It's two guys who have died. They come back. They're sort of ghosts, sort of not. Uh, investigate mysteries with some living people. And it looks like it's going to be a very occult mystery of the week type thing going into the show. Which sounds fun. Sounds very fun. I yeah. am a total sucker for that type of show. So it Plus, be it's nice to give ghost jobs, you know, because a lot of times they're just moaning about at night. So if we can focus yeah. them up and yeah. give them things to do, I think it's and better. You know, they're house now. You're always sticking your head out the window and being like, hey, you ghost, stop moaning around. Yeah, what sucks is Get I moved next to a cemetery, man. They won't oh. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're moaning about not having work that's the thing you gotta got get them these jobs i don't get it i keep hearing people say the economy is good but there's all these ghosts out of jobs you know? <laughs> yeah i mean yeah we need more ghost jobs my unfinished business when I die is cashing that weekly paycheck. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Getting a new job after I'm dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're I could double up on a living job and a dead job. Yeah, exactly. All right. If it's okay with you guys, let's get even less specific with the dates that April had moved to early 2024, which is when X-Men mm. 97 is going to be released. Woo. This is a sequel series. Early. To the classic 1992 X-Men animated series brings back most, if not all, of the classic voices to increase their characters. And per the name, jumps forward a couple of years. I believe Magneto is now in charge of the team. They're going to be dealing with Mr. Sinister, the Goblin Queen, bunch of characters like that. Um, what do you guys think? Were you X-Men 92 fans back in the day? And are you excited to see I mean... more of this? Well, I, what are you saying? You're not an X-Men 92 fan of Forgot Six. Yeah. It was the first taste we got of the future run of uh, superheroes on television. Hey, who wasn't watching that? Yeah, exactly. Like, you watched Morph Die, Alex. Did that, that oh, was man. That I was rough, Morph dude. That happened early, out. too. I was like, no thanks. First episode. Yeah, you're, you're, first you were episode, like, they were like, yo, guess what? Yeah. This I wrote them a letter. Dead. I was like, dear Fox kids. I was watching this for Morph. I am a kid. Yeah. I am a child. One. Dude, I would try to hang upside down and read. Man, I don't know how Beast does it. Yeah. 
this is great. I'm excited for this. My son, who is addicted to the X-Men animated series, is even more excited about it than yeah. I am. Keeps asking me about the release date. So I think this is going to be a big hit for nostalgia and for new fans as well. It is curious in the span of Marvel TV shows that they're like, great news, everybody. Marvel's back. We got Echo and then nothing except for this yeah. spinoff of an animated series from 92. Enjoy, but it's all hey, right. I'll if it's take good, it. it's good. Yeah. But I will say, this is one of the two things I'm the most hyped for because it's specific. Marvel wins when they get specific, and this has a specific tone. It's made oh, like yeah. TV. It's mm-hmm. it's a TV show, a spinoff of a TV show that already was TV. So this is probably going to be TV as opposed to some other shows that feel like, I don't know, five part movies that used to be eight parts and then were so troubled in a production standpoint and are connected to a show that had to go back and do a year of reshoots and start over from the very beginning. It's sort of like what are this you show sort of referring to specifically. I'm just spit. I'm just spinning my wheels. <laughs> oh, I'm just cool. spitballing. It's sort of like this show is born again in a way. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I can I can see echoes of that a little bit. Uh, Pete, how are you feeling about X Men '97 before we move on? Oh, I'm real excited. Especially they better kind of keep the same music, but do like a little bit of a remix, you know, like a slight mm-hmm. tweak. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I can't what? wait for that theme song. Yeah, just like what a do you want to think solo, about it? A flute solo. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Get yeah, the Andre 3000 to kind of drop some new flute notes on there. Oh, that'd be dope. <laughs> By the way, if you're watching on the video, clearly at the very least, neither I nor Pete knows how a flute works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. A lot of guesses about where it's coming. I know <laughs> your, your fingers work down. That's the important part. I'll have you know, I played the flute in the third grade, so I know Ooh. exactly how it goes like this, and I couldn't get a sound out of it. So see you later, flute. <laughs> well, I then, did you really play if you couldn't get it to work? Uh, well, it's hard. I'll tell you what. I thought I was going to be good at it. Well, okay. I know I held it. <laughs> I'm one up on you guys. That's you guys true. are just putting piano keys in the air. <laughs> All right, coming next, this isn't even definite, but we think there's a good chance that Agatha Darkhold Diaries is coming out in the fall. Yes. It might be coming out September 19th. There was apparently something put up on the United States copyright page that indicated Agatha that. All but along. I don't know. They haven't That's... even they haven't announced even a release window or anything like that, but it makes sense to put up a witchy show in the fall around Halloween time. Yeah, it does. This is a direct spinoff of WandaVision, the first Marvel Studios show, and it is a wild cast. Of course, Katherine Hahn is back as Agatha, but we've also got behind the scenes folks. Jack Shaker, who worked very heavily, heavily, excuse me, on WandaVision, is back. We got Aubrey Plaza, we got Patty Lapone, Amy Poehler, forgetting a million other people. The and Plaza? The, the Plaza. And the rumor is, or at least the thing that we've been speculating about a lot on the our Plaza. podcast, is that like how WandaVision parodied specific decades of TV shows, this may take a similar format and give us different parody elements every episode about as well. Whatever it is, I'm very hyped to see this. I'm very excited. Yeah. Release the Han, dude. You know what I mean? Like, let's just let let her just (laughs) go nuts. That's what Mr. Burns said when he was mad at people being on his property. (laughs) Release the Han. It's Han deal days and I'm signing up. Yeah, yeah, man. Happy Han 
the, the days. The uh, I've had a little bit of insider uh, facts on this in that I think you're right, Alex. It does jump genres even mm. or like types of uh, types of performance, I think you could even say. So I I'm very curious. It feels like a chaotic tight way to make a show but maybe they're leaning into the chaos and sort yeah. of reaping the whirlwind to bring us like a even more wilder version of what we had on wandavision which could be cool which would be great yeah next up we got an, another animated show from marvel this is not been announced it's very much tba though they've said it's coming out in 2024 Again, with the copyright thing, possibly on November 2nd is the date earmarked for this, but it's Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Initially, the show was called Spider-Man Freshman Year, and then the second season would be called Spider-Man Sophomore Year. I think they realize that's confusing for people. Give a show one name and just kind of roll with it. But this is not an MCU project. This is its own Spider-Man show that includes some of the people who play the characters in the MCU. So, for example, Charlie Cox is doing the voice of Daredevil in the show. Oh, shit. I think there's a couple of others that I'm forgetting about. Do you know which movies it takes place in between? No, that's what I'm saying, is it's not an MCU. Well, if you have the actors, though, it's going to be MCU. But it's not Tom Holland. Tom Holland is not doing it. Tom Holland's not Spider-Man. Tom Holland's not Spider-Man. But Coxie is Daredevil. Coxie is Daredevil. What are we doing? By the way, when Mixing you were hanging out with Coxie, Neil, and Steve, um, yeah. what were you guys up to again? Like, because I was, you were supposed to text me. You were going we were to that just... Warren Bodies revival, right? And yeah, yeah, for sure. We went through the drive-through. The drive-through. <laughs> it's like a drive-in, but you the know, drive you get the movie to go. Oh, you got to keep driving oh, wow. around, and you kept. They show you scenes from the movie every time you drive through. No, they give you a, like a little screen to watch and you, you can watch it anywhere. You know what I mean? It's a movie to go. <laughs> That's I crazy. think you're talking about TV. You're describing television. That's right. what you're talking about. That's what uh, let me ask doing. you, though, your first name basis seemed to be um, with people who are in rom-coms, but your your boy Coxie, is he a rom-com star? Because, Pete, your story is falling apart. I almost well, don't think you don't know these people. How dare I you, you not people? think that uh, you know Daredevil is part uh, rom-com? I want him and Foggy, just like the bromance. <laughs> oh well, no, but maybe people are into it. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't write on the show, but I think there was some, you know, I mean, historically, there's Electra. There, you know, there's some, there's some ladies in there. Uh, by the way, I will mention before we get to what Justin is feeling about this show that right yeah. now, Daredevil: Born Again, the rebooted version, is filming. It's possible it might sneak in at the end of the year. Could. Most it, likely so you're saying there's so. a chance. Most likely not. No, I, they're probably filming for like three to six months at this point. They're going to need at least six months of post-production on that. Um, so it's probably coming out in 2025. Um, there's some misinformation online. So happy to be wrong, but I don't but- think while we're talking about I'm super excited for that show, and I cannot wait for more Daredevil, especially when it's Coxie back. Yeah. I'm bringing Coxie uh, back. I feel like um, it'll come next year. I don't think Marvel's in the business right now of rushing, and I would con- think they consider this year, alongside DC, as sort of a gap year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nothing traveling around, going to Europe, yeah. seeing the sights, like really backpacking, yeah, doing it, falling yeah. in love, learning about Ooh. the world, trying new cuisines. Yeah, DC and Marvel end up like bumping into each other at the Eiffel Tower. They're like, oh my god. 
and eventually they form some sort of amalgam universe. Uh, that's cute. You mean a marriage of some sort? Yeah, that's, that's really what and you my you... wife and I, when I asked her to marry me, I was like, would you like to form some sort of amalgam universe? I will say that sounds gross when you say it. So it's, um, <laughs> yeah. I like I the idea of Kevin, yes Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige and James Gunn bumping into each other at the Eiffel Tower and then like just very romantically kissing. <laughs> I'd love Is that to what see we're talking it. about? I would love to see it. You have any thoughts about your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? I'm here for it. It seems fun. I mean, this one, I, I'm wondering what's, what's different about this. We've seen a yeah. lot of Spider-Man series. See Spider-Blood, Spider-Man, Spider-Blood, Spider-Man. We've seen that. So like, what is, what makes this one special besides just being in high school? Yeah. Also, I want to, who's doing the voice? Are they doing a Tom Holland impression or is this going to be a separate thing? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, where does this fit? You know, they should get, they should get Tom Hollander. That would be pretty funny. Oh man. <laughs> Or get his brother. His brother's into acting. I mean, come on. Tom Holland. How hard is. Is this? Maybe just someone someone from Holland. Oh, oh yeah. that's a good call. Yeah. Do you think that was the joke in the second Tom Holland Spider-Man movie when he went to Holland? And they're like, eh? Yeah. Hey, you get it. You get it. <laughs> <You guys laughs> we crash at your house, Tom Holland. Yeah. That's I mean, when he like... looked at the camera and then pointed at himself and then kind of pointed at the windmill and then kind of pointed at himself again and then pointed at the tulip. <laughs> And they pointed out, I was like, man, I this remember is that scene. That was a good meta. scene. I was like, this is Very going on for far too long. Far too long. The last kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Let's move from Marvel animated series to a DC animated series that is kicking off James Gunn's new DCU, Creature Commandos. James Gunn has said this is definitely coming out in 2024, probably late 2024. This is an animated series involving actors who eventually, potentially, will play these characters in live action. Ooh, we are getting fun. some of the ones, some of your favorite, like John Economos. We all love him. Steve Aggie from the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. He's coming back for this. Also, I believe Viola Davis will be back as Amanda Waller. But otherwise, this is a collection of monsters and creatures who get together to fight evil. Um, very similar to your take on your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I need to see something of this before I yeah. get excited about it. Other than that one still they've shown. Yeah. Great. I mean, I will say, like, this is James Gunn's first piece he's putting out there, and he's been very deliberate about that. He he doesn't have to put this first, but he is. So, like, and there has to be a reason for that. So this must be representative of his voice and something he wants to do. Maybe it's a nice bridge into his larger take on the DC universe. Something has to be meaningful about this going first. I guess so, or alternately, he had finished all the scripts and it was already in development, sort of spinning out of that's the also true. Peacemaker thing. When but they also, they were... could have been doing Peacemaker instead. Yeah. That piece, it could yeah. have been, that's even more I of a I would have so... loved if they were working on yeah. Peacemaker. Anyway, I'm sure it'll be good. Everything James Dunn does at this point is pretty good to pretty great, so I'm hyped for that. Here's another one that I'm actually pretty hyped for and I'm surprised about, but the Penguin is coming to max late 2024. This is, I believe, a six-part series, I want to say, that is a spinoff of the Batman. It is a bridge between the Batman and the Batman Part 2. Now that things are kind of clearer in the Gotham underworld, the Penguin is going to begin his rise in crime. And meanwhile, he goes right up against Carmine Falcone's daughter. I believe it's his daughter, played by Christine Bellotti. From the little footage that we see, this looks like just straight up, no superheroes, crime epic. Colin Farrell as the Penguin was one of the huge stands outs, shockingly, of the Batman, I think. So I'm pretty excited to see this, but uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, we were supposed to get this a while ago. They've been talking about this for a while. I'm I'm excited about it because uh, it's, it's a great idea, and also it's a cool kind of like... You have a big Batman movie and then have like a little spin-off TV shows like a peacemaker situation with Suicide Squad and I think that's uh, a great idea and I hope a kind of format moving forward because uh I would love it. Yeah, I think this is fun too. I mean the penguin, great bird, interesting bird, you know, mm -hmm. sure, with uh, sure. so and like rom com wise, you know, they made for life, so that's always uh romantically fun. Yeah. And uh <laughs> I don't know. My ex-wife would disagree with you. 
Are you your ex-wife? Uh, penguin. You were married to a penguin. Are you doing a penguin impression? I don't know what I was doing. I honestly don't know. Okay, <laughs> I, I, sure. I agree. I thought that you were just Colin doing like Carol or yeah, like a big <laughs> husband voice energy. Yeah, I was doing, doing like, like big husband voice, but I, like I don't think Andy Cap. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. And <laughs> okay, great. yeah, yeah. That's how the host team is on it. Yeah, thanks, Definitely. guys. Um, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're listening. The, pe- the penguin uh, does seem fun. Again, we don't know too much about it. If it is like a hard-boiled uh, crime show, yeah, then that would be that would be great. Uh, I don't get what you mean because penguins uh, have eggs. Yep. Okay. Oh, oh, they we're lay eggs, it. don't they? <laughs> I thought they. Yeah, uh, they do, but so I didn't know if that's my, what you were talking about. Yeah, you were talking about eggs Peg, and penguins. penguins have eggs. Have I eat, I eat a, penguins have feathers. Are we just mentioning penguin facts? They're birds. <laughs> I, I eat a penguin egg omelet every morning, Pete, oh, and I'll have man. you know it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> that's a beautiful breakfast. You live in Antarctica, right? If I remember correctly. Yes, I'm uh, coming at you from it. I would yeah, like to say, remember. remember when you guys come over, it's a pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to say that DC is doing a really amazing Penguin comic right now. Um, I know this is different, but um, man, if they ever run out, if the Penguin show takes off, they could uh, you know pick up right where the comic is because it's pretty badass. No, I actually think that's a really apt thing to bring up, which I was thinking about when I was putting this rundown together because it, for whatever reason, hadn't occurred to me that of course they have Tom King and oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the artist's name uh doing the penguin series so they amanda couple- pete yes it's amanda pete what are you what? <laughs> what what's going on with you man you're, i don't know you're- the uh, he's just mentioning a rob cobb star but they're gonna have the penguin they're gonna have at that point i think probably like two volumes on the shelves that people could read that definitely does include batman that's definitely not in the continuity of the batman movies but it is very much a crime epic of the penguin work is he working his way up the criminal underworld in Gotham. So makes a lot of sense there. The artist is Stefano Gadini, Gadino. Oh, okay. Gadiano, Gadiano. Sorry. Really? Oh, all right. Um, all right. He was way off. <laughs> I was way off. Uh, the let's move on. These are ones that don't even have windows or seasons or anything at this point. But the boys season four is definitely coming out in 2024. All right. It is yes. election themed. Ooh, topical. Topical. So I, if I was to place a guess, probably sometime this summer it's going to come out to give that little bit of a Death. ramp. Yeah. Um, the, and this is the also, uh, oh yeah. I would say this is the other show I'm very hyped about this year. Yeah. Well, why are you hyped for it, Justin? I, I just think like it's the best satire on TV. The fact that they're aiming at politics in a very high stakes election year feels like it's just going to be electric. I feel like the the team on the boys. Eric Kripke and the rest of his squad, they don't really miss. Uh, Gen V, we really liked. Like, they just keep getting better every season, and this is another season. Yeah, I I looked at some scripts and a lot of hanging Chad jokes and uh, counting ballots, so I'm pumped, man. I think it's going <laughs> to fucking really tear into the political system and take it down a notch, so I can't wait, bro. Yeah, Hang, Hanging Chad. Yeah, I think uh, if I heard two thousand, this is a, a rumor that I heard, but they took the script from Primary Colors and then just added a lot of fucking cunt into the middle of it. Jesus, guy. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's 
what's with uh, Carl Urban, his character, his hit character? That's what Carl <laughs> Urban, the actor, says when he gets <laughs> the scripts mailed crap, to him. Man. Yeah, they just like, got a lot of stuff out of Star Trek 2009, to be clear. Let me know when you've been finding these scripts, Pete. You just very casually to reading these scripts. <laughs> Hanging out in Hollywood, talking to your friends. No, I'm on the Steve? dark web, bro. Anyway, That's going to be tracks. fun, going to be uncomfortable with the whole attention around election. Fun, comfortable. Fun, fun comfortable. comfortable. Here's a show that's also getting a fourth season, but is ending is Umbrella Academy. The fourth season is coming oh, out man. this year. If I was to place a guess, I believe they're pretty much all done with shooting it for a while now. So I think this is also going to be the first half of 2024, most likely at some point. But this is bringing it to a close in a... Not exactly an alternate dimension. If you last the last season, timeline kind of got changed so that Reginald Hargreaves, the father of the Umbrella Academy, is in charge. None of them have powers. However, the showrunner has promised, no, we're not going to do that for long. They're going to get their powers back very quickly. Um, I'm curious to see how this all wraps up. Pete, you raised your hand. What's going on? Are they going to bring back uh, Mary J. Blige? Do you know? Do you know? I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't. It was not on the your... docket when I was researching today. No, Talk to MJ. That would be a long shot, I think, Pete, uh, by for multiple reasons. Yeah, well, it'd be cool. It'd be cool, though. I, I there's a big lot of big revelations about like the characters and the backstory that I won't spoil any more of. But I'm curious because this is really building out a lot of the mythology and like bringing a, a show that has let a lot of mystery hang around for the first three seasons. So. Uh, Def looking forward to it. It's always, there's always interesting things happening. And just think of the needle drops, gang. Oh, oh man, God. come on. Think Some of the best. Of the needle traps. The best use of music in a television show. I mean, they There is it. no show they... that loves more playing the entire song in an episode <laughs> yeah. than the Umbrella Academy. And they got that licensing budge because they're throwing out some money. Uh, this this show is popular on Netflix, and Netflix is paying them to make big swings. Yeah. Another show that is ending at some point this year, though, probably sometime over the summer, most likely just based on filming schedules. They just started is Superman and Lois is ending with season four on the CW. This is nothing against the show, which I actually think is a very good Superman show. This is like a vestigial limb at this point. There's the one yeah. remnant of the old CW that's left. I feel bad for them. They're clearly rushing to finish it off to clear the runway so they could start promoting Superman legacy and everything else. But if you never checked it out, this is actually, like I said, it's a really good show. It's a good cast. They had to cut a lot of the cast going into this too, which is a real bummer. But Superman, played by Tyler Hoechlin, very good. Lois, played by Bitsy Tulak, very good. So I think they're going to wrap this up in emotional fashion. They've done a good job of the show so far, and I'm curious to see what happens, even though it's going to feel, it's going to be like a little twist of the knife watching every episode as it goes. They're limping across the finish line with mm -hmm. Superman and Lois, and it's nice that they get to at least bring it to a close. Um, I haven't really watched this, uh, but I know there are, is a strong fan base out there for it. Yeah. Moving on, we're starting to wrap up here. These are, again, things that don't even really have dates. They announced late last year that they were working on Eyes of Wakanda, yeah, an animated series that is going to focus on people who are trying to steal vibranium and the Dora Milaje take them back. Now, just so there's no confusion there, a while back, Ryan Coogler was working on a Coops. live action 
Black Panther spinoff series that was going to focus on Okoye and a couple of other of the Dora Milaje. Um, this is not that. This is a totally different team, totally different show. We don't know anything about it. We haven't seen a single grain of footage of it, but they have said that it is coming out in 2024. Pete, you're a big Wakanda guy. What do you think about this? Well, that's exciting. I mean, um, I really wouldn't mind watching a series where, uh, you know, the Dora Milaje uh, go around whooping people's asses. So sign me the fuck up, man. Uh, based on what, what is out there, it feels like it is like standalone stories, like crime mm -hmm. focused. So that's fun. It, it would probably be a light thread, almost in the what if style where it's all standalone, but there's a thread that loosely connects everything building toward a season ender. Maybe it's something they're taking that formula and trying in different places, which I think is also would be cool if there was like some iron heart tie in or anything like that. Mm hmm. Yeah, we could definitely see something like that. I think to your point, Justin, I would also like to see the same sort of animation style as What If. I think yeah. it really leans very well into action if they get the same sort of directors they have on What If as well. That could be very cool. So interested to see more. Another one that's been long in development and is a semi-direct spinoff of what if itself is marvel zombies this is a four episode series that is going to include in some fashion kamala khan voiced by iman Vellani. it is mcu pete so you know and that is supposed to come out later this year i'm very curious when given we have agatha darkhold diaries is probably eight episodes starting in september are they just going to jam out a bunch of halloween stuff in marvel in october i guess we'll see I mean, if they're trying to sort of own the back of the year with whatever projects they have, Gap, and then, yeah, September into October. I mean, the What If came out at the end of this past year, so maybe trying to lead up to that window a little bit. I don't know if What If is season two is considered well done, like a success from a viewership mm -hmm. point of view, but Marvel Zombies would be, yeah, medium. Uh, Marvel Zombies, I'm very excited for. That's a fun comic. Uh, their take on zombies is a little bit different than a lot of other places, and it'll be great to see it. Yeah, plus, uh, you know, Marvel Zombies uh, could be end-of-the-year holiday fun. You know what I mean? You're sitting around the fire, putting on a fun zombie movie, cuddling up with some popcorn. I just think it's... Yeah, uh, romance on the brain, kid. What's going dude, on? Dude, I, I just think that... Uh, the comic was so badass and really just, uh, you know, like stormed through Marvel and kind of took over and was such a fun thing for a little while that I'm glad that they're going to try to put some uh, time and energy into it because it was such a blast in the comic. So I hope uh, they treat it the same way in the TV show. I know what's going on with Pete. Pete. Remember last year when you made that deal with the devil that you said, I'll mm. find love by Valentine's Day 2024, and if I don't, you can have my soul? That's coming up, right? Is that the thing that's weighing you on you? think I would fucking talk to the devil? If I ever saw the devil, I'd kick him in the teeth and fucking rip out his heart. Uh, <laughs> what? That Whoa, fucking deal hey. broke up MJ's marriage. That's fucking bullshit, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. I, fucking... I, was, I was trying to tee you up for a rock. You keep running for me, devil. I'm fucking coming for you, bro. Uh, Remember when Pete beat up that guy in the devil costume outside of Comic-Con? <laughs> that was sad. Yeah, that guy died. Yeah, uh, speaking of Marvel Zombies, I will just briefly mention, because we don't even have an announcement about this other than soon, is What If Season 3. We do know that is being made. They have at least one episode that is some 
part of Dunn that involves Red Guardian taking on uh, Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, involves maybe, we've seen some stills from it as well. They're doing some stuff with Sam Wilson, Captain America. So there's every chance that could come out this year, but as is, we have no news about that whatsoever. Another animated mm. show, though, that I know is Pete's most hyped of come the Come on! It's probably coming out this year. is Harley Quinn spinoff, Kite Man, hell yeah. Pete, why are hell you- yeah. Hell yeah about this show. This is just very exciting. I mean, uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series, was just absolutely phenomenal. Kite Man was such a huge part of that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, I'm very excited for getting more in that universe because all of those comedically, the different versions of characters we know and love uh, are twisted in such fun ways. Uh, It's just such a uh, hilarious show, and it's fun to see uh, Kite Man get some love. You know what I mean? You could also say that you're friends with Matt Oberg, and you're pretty excited for him for doing the Berg. Yeah, Yeah. I think uh, Mo Berg is is, uh, killing it, and so yeah, it's nice to see Bergy getting getting a little uh, getting another Bergy. Yeah, Bergy. Now, do you when you say Bergy, are you talking about um, the penguin because he works at the Iceberg Lounge? Ooh, so he's fun. Bergy. I get it, man. You read comics. I get it. I'm also excited Got for it. this. This uh, Harley Quinn is great. This is the folks that worked on the first couple of seasons of Harley Quinn moved over to this show that was originally called Nudids, and they've described it as Cheers with Supervillains. Sounds great. Come on. Sign me up. Great. A couple more that may or may not be coming out this year. Probably not, actually, but Batman Caped Crusader, which is a new Mm. take on Batman the Animated Series from Bruce Timm, Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams, and you can go back and listen to our live show with him. Ed Brubaker was the showrunner on the first season. He says that they're done writing that. They're already, I believe, writing the second season. But given the animation schedule, maybe this will come out at the end of this year. More likely it'll come out sometime next year, but we'll see. I think that's great. Uh, yes, Justin. I was just going to say the yeah, the tale on when scripts finished to final animated uh, show is like eight, to, you know, 12 to 18 months, usually mm-hmm. closer to 18 from what wow. I've heard. So I feel like we'll probably have a little bit to wait on that. And similarly, Harley Quinn season five has been announced, but there's been long gaps between seasons of that. I could see a situation where they put out Kite Man this year and then Harley Quinn next year, but we'll see. And the last one, which is very sketchy, was supposed to come out this year, but they haven't even started filming. We haven't really heard anything about it, is Waller, the Amanda Waller-themed show that James Gunn was working on. My best guess is he's concentrating on Superman Legacy, He's said that he's doing some stuff in the background. He's still working on Peacemaker scripts, but I don't think we're going to get Waller this year. I don't think, if anything, it's going to even start filming until next year or beyond. Hmm. Uh, uh, but yes, Pete. Uh, I, 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 so we're not getting Vision Quest this year? We're not getting Vision Quest this year. I think that might have been scrapped, actually. Yeah. All right. How about about Ironheart? Are we getting any Ironheart? That is actually a good one to bring up because that has been filmed. Apparently, they were held up on post-production, but that might also be held up in the changeover of Marvel where they're reevaluating all of their projects. So it's done. It could come out this year or also they could leave it on the shelf. Never. No. Well, let's another one. Wonder Man, which oh, yeah, felt Wonder like Man. it was in production, 
out of production. You're a big Wonder Man strikes. Guy. I love Wonder Man in the comics. Yeah, you do. And then I was saying I'd heard they were maybe going to not do it. And then uh, I've since, or I think maybe you were saying, Alex, it is back shooting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are filming it. But to the point we were talking about earlier, most of these things, when you're talking to FX heavy show, they need about six months of post-production. So if they're filming now, maybe the end of the year, but more likely with all of the Marvel stuff, I think, I think other than Deadpool 3 live action, we got Agatha probably coming out. They're probably just going to seed this year to animation, take it a little more low key, and then come back strong next low key. year. Gotcha. Yes, low key. Gotcha. Uh, what about the Nova series? Anything on that? No, that was made up by somebody. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, That's a lie. Well, thank you for clearing that up for me. No there, are, there are going to be lies. That's the yes, thing. With I, I'm sure they're, they're talking lies. about a Nova series or a Nova movie. All of this stuff is always bumping around, but there has been no movement on that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's that whole John C. Riley backstory. You know what I mean? Like, it oh seemed God, like he had yeah. a nice family and romance situation. Yeah. You know, we could yeah. see that. That could, could be, be like a young Indiana Jones Adventures, but with John C. Riley's Nova guy. Mm, nice. Yeah. Young. So young John C. Riley. Gotcha. Yeah, who could be a young John C. Riley? How about uh, Dominic Sisa, the guy from The Holdovers? Wow, <laughs> that's the loose. This is how lies happen. Is we say stuff like this on a podcast, and now someone writes it down. I'm, and hearing, then some, like, I'm hearing some scuttlebutt around town. Yes. Dominic Sisa has been has nabbed the role of, Nova. of a young random Nova guy that John C. Riley portrayed in the Guardians movies. Okay. And you know what? Here's the crazy thing about that. People are like, interesting choice from the MCU. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. And it's coming out this year. That's my m most hyped movie and TV in eight part form that's coming out this year. So, I think they yeah. should just, you know, because the, uh, you know, they can do so much with effects and, you know, they have the de-aging. So mm. what they should do <laughs> is get a Eugene Levy and de-age him to play young, uh, John, John C. Riley. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> so confusing. That is a crazy idea, my friend. Just crazy right. enough to work. Just crazy enough to work. All right, listen, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Now that we've done our most hyped comic book movies of the year and our most hyped comic book TV shows of the year, next up, we're going to be doing most hyped Broadway shows of the year. I'm very excited. What? Wow. It's that. going to be a good one. It's going to be huge. That might get delayed, Alex. Let me be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've looked at what we have on the docket, and we're thinking about pushing that. Yeah, I'm just going to scroll down here. And uh, All right, nothing. If you'd like to support this podcast and all the podcasts we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 sure p.m. Do. Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about comic book movies. Ooh. Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice shows. to subscribe, listen, and follow the show, but not Google Podcasts, which is going away at the end of March. If you are subscribed on there, mm. please subscribe anywhere else at comic book live on Twitter slash X. Comic Book Club Live on TikTok and Instagram. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, we'll see you at the Comic Book Club. And I have to go. I have a meeting with uh, young Pete and young Alex uh, for a project, separate project. Good Sorry, luck you talking. mean Eugene Levy and Dominic Sisa, right? <laughs> That's exactly. We're aging up, Dominic. Eugene Levy. Down. I got the eyebrows for it.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 